Hey, Barstool listeners, you can find every episode of this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball nips. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball nips and have a great time on the golf course. Yeah, I just kept saying what's up there. Uh, look at this. It's May 15th. This is probably a date that a lot of people thought we would be back, and we're fucking not. So let's do it. Friday Night Pints Week 9? Don't know. Don't care. Doesn't fucking matter. Presented by Miller Lite. Get yourself – open up a Miller Lite, John. Do you learn how to do it with your fat sausage fingers? You got to do the right thing. Uh, Miller Lite, whether you're in quarantine, whether you're back at home, doesn't matter. The best beer to kick back on a Friday night. Have some Friday, some Miller Lite pints with us. The hashtag tonight is Friday Light Pints. So if you want to show us your setup in quarantine, show us your uh, Friday Night Pints setup. Tweet it with the hashtag. We'll retweet it. Talk about it. The trick is just use your pinky. That's that's the big thing. The trick. There's no trick. You don't need a trick for this. You just fucking do it. Yo. So I just realized that. I have a big announcement for this show. Oh, boy. If all things go according to plan, this is a big promise I'm about to make here. As long as Bezos holds up his end of the bargain, Friday Night Pints, next week, I'll be getting a tattoo. Woo! (laughs) Woo! (laughs) May 22nd is the scheduled delivery date for my at-home tattoo kit. And I can't think of a better way to break it in. Then on Friday Night Pines. I don't think I'm gonna do an FNP tattoo. That would make that. I don't know. We, we gotta give this 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 uh this franchise a little room to breathe. Yeah, yeah. Like tattooing it on us. Um, but we will we'll do an at home tattoo live on Friday Night Pines next week. Are you gonna do it to yourself, or is like Benny gonna do it, or what? I don't think my family's gonna be here. I think they're going away from a World Day weekend. So you're um, gonna get buzzed and just have a gun like on your on your knee or some shit. Just dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna come out of this with so many goddamn tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> we said that the, the, the idea for it was that you're going to have to – I'm going to have to get a gun safe, and only mm-hmm. you can know the code for it. Right. And I'm going to call you, and you can, I don't know, gauge you know, like, 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 that too. you got to tell me, like, are you – you know, you're going to have to answer a few questions to let me know you're in the right frame of mind. Like, this is a good idea. Here's the code. Well, like, but also the right frame of mind with me is weird because, like, my first idea is, like, let's get one behind the ear. Like, so, well, so, Yeah. That's a normal fucking weird dude. You're not a normal person. Shit. I've decided, by the way, I'm getting a tattoo too. Can I do it? Maybe. 
be better. It's like fun. I, I think we're gonna have to get one just in the studio and, and like a tattoo gun in the studio, and we just ask every guest if we can tattoo him. Like, <laughs> like can, I, can I tattoo you real quick? <laughs> that's how every interview starts. And imagine that. That's what our that's what the new podcast is. Is we interview while giving people tattoos. It's called Tat Tales. <laughs> live cut that. Someone's gonna steal that. Fuck. That's a great idea. And, you, and, and the thing is, you would get awesome guests because, like, you in the beginning we wouldn't get many guests, but we would get awesome guests who were like, "Yeah, I'll fucking talk to you guys and get a tattoo." Right? And like, we'll you would about their other tattoos while tattooing them. Oh man. Fuck, I wish this was the – ah, son of a bitch. We should have – yeah, no, nah, we should have done this one, like, when we could delete stuff. This is <laughs> out there now. All right, fine. Tat Tales is ours. Copyrighted. That's official law. Put a C on it. Done. That's ours. Copyrighted. Yeah, I, I'm going to get I, – I, I decided on one tattoo that's Keegan-related, so I got to figure out something for Shay, but I'm fucking doing it, like, guaranteed. I just don't know I – don't, I just don't know – I have an idea, but I don't know what I want it to literally look like, so I got to figure that out. But I want it to be mad, like, like fucking very small – and subtle, so like you doing it, like I don't need. I'm not gonna have like grand artwork. So fuck it, you can do it. Where are you getting it? The, that my my right shoulder. Yeah, you gotta do it. Before. I don't know if I to explain this. When when I when you pick up Keegan, any any time he could be happy, he could be tired, he could be screaming and crying, whatever. You pick him up, he automatically pats you on 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 your shoulder three times. So right. I want to get like. Maybe his handprint or like a three or just something like right there. It's so fucking funny and cute. And like it's automatic every time. He just pat, pat, pat. So that was my idea for Keegan, but I don't know anything for Shay. So I got, if I, I can't, you know, then it's like playing favorites. So I got to just get like Shay somewhere. Just like S H E A across my chest. Like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> What's Garbage the Cat? Um, Garbage the Cat is. Uh, Brand. Uh, oh, oh, from Sunny. No, but there, I think there's something going on with Brandon Walker and and Roan and and Big Cat involving garbage. A cat named Garbage. The cat from Sunny is Jack Bauer. Yeah, I, th- there's a cat that I saw a picture of a cat during Yak today, and uh, I guess Roan has a cat and it's gross, and they and he calls it Garbage. So I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't. We'll find out from there. So we have a monster uh, crossover event happening tonight at six fifty five. Dan's going to join us two minutes before the Cat Cave Derby, and he's going to we're going to simulcast uh, the, the the fucking horse race tonight. So we've got uh, monster guests at the end, also with Camille Caustic. I'm going to berate her for not giving us the scoop on Gronk again. The, and funny, uh, like, well, we'll probably tell her this as well. But when we te- I texted her last night, and before I texted her last night, I texted Kevin. What are the odds that? She even replies, and what are the odds? She says yes, and I think we settled on the odds. She replies with one percent and says yes with zero percent. One minute, Camille is like, "I'm in." I don't. She yep. must be crazy in quarantine if she's That's the thing. for us. Quarantining is like it's you can you if you're doing a podcast right now. If you're out there podcasting, you're trying to do content. Throw out fucking DMs. Throw out hail marys because people are just like, I don't, I don't fucking know. Why not? <laughs> Yeah, but like you said, uh, what she's like, Rob's been playing the drums for six hours, yeah, like, six weeks straight. Of course, I'd love to do a podcast. <laughs> so what, was it the interview with Ben Schwartz, though? I don't think it's aired yet. You had a very good point about like the everyone's availability in quarantine, 
It also means if they say no or don't respond to you, that they don't have an excuse. They just don't fucking like you. Great up. Do not care for your existence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I've definitely, I've definitely DM'd several comedians on on Instagram. I've gotten the scene and just no no response. And I'm just like, I know you're doing nothing right now. That's brave of you to go on 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 uh on Instagram where you can get a scene. I only DM on Twitter because Twitter, I I don't know if there's like a scene button, but I haven't researched it to find out. So like I yes. don't know if they've seen it or not. So there's like two check marks, and I don't know what it means. I'm assuming it means delivered and then read, but I'm like I don't oh, don't tell me, don't want to know. I only ever see one. Maybe they're not reading your DMs. <laughs> People are pulling in old Johnny fights and just like, I'm not even opening that because I don't know if it shows that I read. That's what I do with most things. I'm like, I don't I, – I do that with emails now. Like I don't even open emails because I know <laughs> it can see if I read it. Like Keith, when we first started the newsletter, Keith would get mad at me. He'd be like, dude, you didn't open the newsletter. Last year. I'm like, what are you talking about? How do you know that? So that – I just stopped the email. I'm going oh three years tops. I'm off the grid. I'm done. I was gonna say you're going. You're gonna go Chappelle. You're gonna go Kyrie. You're just gonna Never bounce this fucking thing on. Be gone. <laughs> Yo, what if when quarantine ends, we just goodwill hunting this bitch and just like everyone's like, come on back to the office, and we just never show up. Like, no, I'm I'm going Jack Dorsey with it. I'm out. I mean, I miss the office. I'll be straight up. It's it's we're very lucky. We're in the place where like my complaint. Is like I'm a little tired of this. Um, yeah. <laughs> like that's my big thing. But I am. I'm a little tired of this. And so I, dude, before before we get, uh, we're gonna bring Casey in first. Before we get into her, a kind of serious question. Do you think I saw I saw a, a, a viral tweet today? A woman was saying the people who are protesting and freaking out are not the people who want who need to go back to the work. They're the people who want to get haircuts, who want to go to the bars, who want to go to the restaurants. Do you think that's true, or do you think it's mostly people being like, "I need to fucking work"? I, I think it's just. I, I think it's probably. I think it's probably the latter. I think it's probably people who need to work, but then the people who get the sound bites are the people going, "I need a haircut." Right. Yeah. It's. I bet it's mostly people who actually need to work, but then what sells, right? What gets the most clicks and hits and yeah. interesting views is the lady going, look at my roots. Right, right. So I would bet the majority of the people there are like, dude, I need to get back to work. But that's not an interesting soundbite. I mean, wouldn't, I don't want to get too complicated, but like, wouldn't you go get a fucking job at like an, an essential place that's open right now? If you were really- Speaking of the worst job in the whole goddamn fucking world. So the Jersey Shore yesterday announced that they're going to have their beaches open up. And it will be policed by staff enforcing six feet apart. Good fucking luck. Who has to walk around the goddamn Jersey Shore and say, you guys are a little too close to each other. You mind backing it up? It is fucking head buried in the sand day one. And is going to quit in six minutes tops. I don't know. Six is my my crutch number. Let me me read this tweet that uh, some fucking random said to me. (laughs) And it's really not inaccurate. The New Jersey sea slobs that are willing to go to the beach for Memorial Day weekend are definitely the types to not give a fuck about CDC guidelines, especially after a few drinks. The whole six feet thing will be out the window after two juiced up Italians get in a fight over a meatball. I mean, <laughs> not wrong. You know, Spring Lake, you'll be fine. Uh, Seager, you'll be all right. Fucking Seaside, Manasquan, Sea Isle, you're fucked. I mean, no one's going to listen to you. There will be fights. There will be sex. There will be blood. There will be booze. 
No bathrooms are going to be open, so there's going to be piss and shit everywhere. I mean, I, I'm on the beach. How are you going to be at the beach and not – and don't get me wrong. The bathrooms at the beach are very much the um, employee must wash their hand signs of actual bathrooms where it's like, right. we're not using that. We're pissing in the ocean. But it's nice yeah. to at least know. Like you just – in your own head, you're like, well, I piss in the ocean, but no one else does. <laughs> right? Like, no, that's just a big bowl of urine you got out there. I mean, but how many people too, like on an average day at the beach, I bet you there's five people who have an emergency emergency shit that run to the, to the, to the, to the, to the bathroom. Right. At least, at least. Yeah. At least, right. So like, you're going to get a lot of people who are just waiting in the water. Poop. <laughs> oh my God. Imagine someone's fucking laying cable and it just rolls up on you. Oh, I mean, I mean, that's, that's going to happen. It's gonna happen. People are gonna like jump off the boat, jump off the fucking boogie board, and just sit there and float. You are an absolute scoundrel if you go in the water right now, knowing there's no beaches open. Seriously, so funny. If the it's not gonna happen because people love the Jersey Shore and everyone's like, but imagine they opened it up and everyone was like, "I'm not going there. This boat is pissed. The is empty." Uh, all right, let's get into it. Let's bring in uh, Casey Smith because I'm very interested to feel to find out what's going on with Brandon Walker, with flat tire, Marty Mush. She's on some secret mission filming something. So is she available, Nick? Is she on her phone? There you go. Oh, I'm here. What's up? Hi. Can you hear me? Is yes, it too windy? It loud and clear. It's a little windy, but we're good. Um, first of all, you two are disgusting. Like I was listening to everything leading up to this thinking like, I want to weigh in on the tattoos. I want to weigh in on Roan's neighbor's cat. You guys start talking about people pooping in the ocean. I'm out. We usually, usually within 10 minutes we get to poop. So yeah, I got that. On schedule for I don't know why I would be surprised at this point, but yes, I'm sitting on a football field at Marty Mush's high school right now. Okay. So. Are we, are we, before I even start, I don't know what's the secret and what's not. Are we telling people what's going on or not? Yeah. So right now uh, they are trying to prove that they can throw 50 yards because last football season, Brandon Walker just out of nowhere when we were on the road said on the Barstool College football show that he can throw a football 50 yards in the air, like not bounce and roll. Like it has to be in the air. And the fact that Dave or Dan didn't make him do it right then was surprising. It's taken years. Uh, him and uh, Noah said he could do it too. Anybody who makes Noah it. Said Noah said 60. Noah said 60, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. So then I guess Marty I mean, said it. Don't learn their lesson. Yeah. yeah, well, well, let me tell you something. And I, they haven't actually done it yet, but they've been warming up for a long time because Brandon's like talking about how he has low T and he's tired, so he needs more time to work out or to warm up. Marty's close. Like, it would not surprise well, me if he actually gets it. I, I, I never said anything about Marty because I've learned my lesson with Marty. I don't doubt that kid on anything ever again. I do. I doubt Marty's throw. I I mean I I'm I've seen it. I haven't seen Brandon throw one yet, but he wants. To, I guess he wants to weigh in. You don't want to weigh in. He came over. He was going to weigh in, but now he doesn't. He walked away. So, it's been a tough day for Brandon. I was going to say, Steve Brandon. It's it's some. It's like I'm taking away his Mississippi card. He can't change a tire. Now I can't. Yeah, I was scared by that. That's what made him come over. You I didn't have a spare tire, dipshit. <laughs> what? I didn't, have a spare. I didn't have a spare tire. Oh, well, that's on, that's on you, too. That's also on I you. Didn't, I didn't know it. This is my wife's car. That's on you. Oh, you oh, you yeah. get anything. Get the fuck out of here. So, he, so we, we were in Queens because he had to do a secret mission for something else. We had to roll through Queens before we came out to Ronkonkoma. 
And all of a sudden, it sounds like, I mean, we're in a helicopter. And Brandon was like, what do you think that is? I was like, Brandon, obviously something is wrong with your car. We get it out, and it's on the rim. Like, the, the flat tire had been so bad for so long that we were rolling on the rim. He tries to call AAA. AAA is like, well, we're going to have to tow your car if you don't have a spare. So he just loses his fucking mind. And I'm just sitting in the passenger seat drinking a high noon the whole time. Like, I had nothing. I mean, I was just like, what am I going to do? I can't change a tire. So then we ended up finding a place to where he could go, and he had to pay, like, a couple hundred dollars. And now we're in Ronkonkoma watching. A couple hundred dollars to change a tire? Well, he had to get the tire because he didn't have a tire. Oh, right, right. Yeah, so he he was very angry, as you can imagine. And it was very funny watching him. And I put the clip out on Twitter. We cut it up a little bit. But he had to wear his mask inside the tire shop because, obviously, that's what you have to do. So he's, like, yelling at me through the mask, but you can't see his face. So he just sounds like a fucking crazy person. So he's he said he could have changed the tire had he had a spare. Yeah, but you know what? Like, I, and my first comment to him was like, "You are from Mississippi. You're a Southern boy, and you can't change a tire." And the delay in his voice made me feel like he actually doesn't know how to change yeah. a tire. But then he said that he could. He just didn't have a spare. So I mean, I'm not gonna throw stones. I I, I would struggle with it too. But well, I don't look like a person who can change it. If, if you're from Mississippi, you're supposed to change it. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. No question. Um, but, yeah, so we made it. And I he hasn't actually thrown the football yet. But You've been, have, how long have you been there for? Well, it took us over an hour and a half with the car debacle. So we've been here since, like, 5.50. And I've just been waiting. Okay, to do so this you've been there for a half an hour. How, how has this football not been thrown yet? Let's fucking go. Well, no, they're throwing. Oh, because they're, they're warming up and they're playing catch. I mean, it's been, it's been fucking 30 minutes. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. And we also had to go to two different houses to get two different footballs because the first one wasn't good enough for this. Like, we had to get a regulation ball that had a little bit more grip. I mean, it's when I, I had a moment with Brandon Walker once after a rundown. Cameras were off. And I was like, for real, you think you can do this? And he was like, he said something ridiculous. Like, I used to be able to when I was young. I'm like, yeah, no fucking yeah. We only want to do shit when we're like twenty. You're fucking forty five now. What? What are you? Yeah, doing? no. He he's throwing like he and Dana are playing catch right now, and like he's throwing like I don't know, maybe like twenty yards. Like I haven't seen him try to throw fifty. I've seen Marty try a couple. Times. How many Barstool employees are there? Like, does Marty just is that the new HQ? Marty's house. <laughs> it's just Dana. Well, so Dana's living with Marty. Yeah. And then Brandon and I are out here to do content tonight, and then both of us are going home. So it'll just be Dana and Marty and Ronkonkoma. <laughs> what a world. What it's, a fucking world. It is an absolute shit show, but I, I will say I will document it. I know I'm not supposed to put anything out until the actual video comes out, but if it fails, I will make sure that you guys know as soon as possible. Because Absolutely. If, he gets a, if Brandon Walker gets away with not being able to throw 50 yards after this has been like a sixth or seven month thing, it, it'll Can you do me a favor? Yes. I, need, I need you or, or Marty or somebody, if he fails, to be right there on camera to say, what an idiot. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> so do you – okay, would you rather Dana or Marty do it? I think Marty with his accent. Like, what a fucking idiot. Okay. Oh, we can make that happen. Brandon, make sure, Marty, make sure Marty has seen the clip of Dave's. So like, you oh, know, he knows. Oh, know. yeah. We've, we've talked about it. Uh, Brandon was upset earlier even with me just – not upset, but I was filming the tire stuff. And he was like, you know, sometimes in life, I just wish there wasn't another Barstool employee with me so I could get away with some of this shit without yeah. it having to be content. Yep. I was like, just because you said that, nothing that you do for the rest I know. of the day. It, I do feel him on that, though. It's like, fuck, I tripped and fell over and, like, I had to be on camera. Or, like, 
I, yeah, like had he gotten a flat tire on the way to Ron Konkuma and I hadn't have been in the car, nobody would have known that. Like he would have just gone about his day. But now he looks like a guy who can't change a tire from Mississippi. Can't change tire. His whole his whole like persona. Boom, God. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, uh, this tattoo. Oh thing, no! You failed to mention to Kevin that Marty already has to give us tattoos, homemade tattoos. Yeah. Wait. What? First of all, what are you go? What are you freaking out about, fights? Yeah. I thought I just killed a baby ladybug, but I think oh. it lived. What do you mean? I mean, I was just kind of playing with it, and I think I don't know. It 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 got back up, but then it kind of disappeared. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, no, yeah, we lost the. You sounded like the autistic, kid, the, the autistic kid that squeezes animals too tight because <laughs> when they kill them, that's what John I was is. not touching it, and I just I don't know. Whatever. Fuck off. Uh, the yeah, we lost the tattoo bet with Marty over Back to the Future Two. Back to the Future One. What movie Back was it? The, I didn't do well on the trivia. I don't know what movie. It was. It was Back to the Future 1, and we lost a trivia thing. So Marty gets to give us both homemade tattoos. Yo, the tattoo gun is a – the tattoo gun is almost like rough and rowdy. Like when, when rough and rowdy started, it was like if you talk shit, you might have to back it up in a fucking boxing match. If you say anything now, like, oh, I'm going to get a tattoo. It's like, bam, let's do it right fucking now. Zap. I couldn't – I, I Amazon primed it as a joke to tweet and be like, oh, Damn, if only Amazon Prime had them, I'd have gotten one. Incredibly inexpensive. They yeah. start at $15. Middle of the road is $42. The expensive one, which I sprung for, $110 or $120. Outrageously cheap. Like, it's like I, they don't even ask you anything. You can hit buy now on it. They don't, they don't, there's no quiz. There's no, you sure? You can hit buy now, and it gets to you, like, well, not that quick. But they, they yeah. do, uh, you know, Amazon is practicing the, uh, what should we call it? The orders, orders in order of importance, and uh, a tattoo gun isn't high on the list. It seems, but it, it's scheduled to be May twenty second. When he told me that he was getting that, I sent him the gift from Bridesmaids of the Mexican worm tattoo. When Fat Amy turns around and there's just blood running down her back, I was like, "That's what you're gonna turn into. Like you're just gonna get an infection." And he was like, "It's fine. It's quarantine. It's a good story." I was like, "I don't know if getting an infection in quarantine." Is a good story. Actually, my response was infection, infection. <laughs> I, I apologize, John. I apologize. Right. Oh, I'm gonna wipe it. I'm gonna wipe it down with alcohol. I'm not gonna get a, an infection. Like rubbing alcohol. Let's let Casey get back to it with uh, with the idiots. Keep us updated on what happens, and uh, you're gonna bring in the rocket now. So, have a good you guys have fun. Cheers. Yep. Bring in the rocket. Hey guys, hey, rocket. How are you? How's it going? Yeah. For the fucking hottest guy in the game, Mister Owen Twenty Seven. Yeah. Ryan Dempster. It's almost impossible to be as bad as you are, sir. Yeah, I can't wait to watch your new tattoo show with the guy with no tattoos and the fat bitch with a couple of tramp stamps. It's going to be great, yeah. <laughs> a couple of tattoo experts. It's going to be awesome. Um, just let me know when it comes out. I'd love to, love to be a guest. I'm coming in hot. God yeah. Mr. I got a fucking sleeve because I like Pink Floyd and the Red Sox. <laughs> Yo, Jared flexed before the show started, and it was the saddest thing I've ever seen. Jared tried to be, pretend he had a gun show, and it was so bad. John Feidelberg. <laughs> Let's see him. Let's see him. Not for free. Not for free. Not for free. No, that was a that was the backstage little flex on John Feidelberg. Um, again, you know, I came back to Boston for this reason. Like I, I was in New York City this entire time. I came back on Saturday because I have the home gym uh, in Ellen's basement, and I was like, when I come out of this thing, 
My nope. fucking arms are, you are going to be the yeah, yeah. Twice a day, every day. That's why I'm here, Kevin. That is exactly why I'm here. And I told John Feidelberg, when I get out of quarantine, my arm is going to be the same size as his fucking fridge-ass-looking torso. <laughs> it, is, it is preposterously fridge-shaped. It's, it's so it fucking thick. It's, yeah, it's, like, it's a fridge. It's just a, re- a box. Wait, no, we asked this to Willie last week. How much do you think your arm weighs, Jared? Like an arm. Mm. I'm a good like four pounds. Buck twenty five. Better question: How much do you think your legs weigh, you little chicken shit fuck? Like four pounds each. Like if you took if you took both my arms off, I'd probably weigh like twenty eight pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so you you think you're coming back after quarantine? Looking like that fucking old rocket, like where you're that one picture where you're pulling down on your tries, looking like a fucking meathead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, like, think about it this way it's, you know, you've got the the gym is right here in the basement. So you're talking two a days. You're talking, no missed days, that's for sure. If you, you can't miss a day when the fucking gym is right next to your bedroom. You got Ellen's home cooking. You have fucking Kowloon. I'm going to be so home. What? What took you so long to go home? I was surprised that you, that you just got home. I don't know. I uh, I was trying. I think it was uh, my stubbornness. Well, you were you were also flat out thriving for the first like month and a half. Yes. I mean, yeah. He, he he had no problem every day on radio. He was like, "I'm fucking great." Yeah. And I think like after like six weeks, it kind of kicked in. So I uh, think it was more just like you take the gym away. What what do I have? Like I was fine. I was fine for the first month because it's like, all right, I can use a little breather from the gym and like not having to like travel anywhere for work and not going into the office. Like being alone was awesome. And then I was just like, well, I've done enough of this. Now it's now it's time to, you know, get back to work, John. Have you heard what Kowloon's doing, Fighterboard? Fighterboard? Um, I know they're doing the the mixes, the the, the Scorpion Bowl mixes. Um, that's- so no, you you haven't heard the news? Is what you're fucking saying? This is big news. They're turning they're turning it into a drive-in movie theater. Whoa! I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's a very cool idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I was saying on on CCK today. I can't remember who said it. I, I want to say it was Tom Segura or or Burt Kreischer. Some comedian was like early on, beginning of quarantine, was like drive-in movie theaters are going to make a fucking comeback because obviously you're all separated and it's all safe. And I said today on the radio, John, I'd love to take a chick to a drive-in theater and, and like, hook up with her in the car like it's the 50s. That's awesome. Yeah. That's I'll roll the fucking thing. windows down. It's like getting to do things that you never thought you were going to get to do. Yeah, I never I, – I was never uh, anti-car stuff. People always said, they're like, oh, would you, your car is weird. I love I love kissing in the car. Yeah, like I want to be, you know, like, I want to, like, lean over and be like, you know, what do you think about the movie, babe? And then you just kind of, like – Get head, you know? No. <laughs> no, not me. I just kiss. I just kiss. I do. You just smooching? All right. I just do heavy kissing. To like, each their own. To each their own. Like heavy. Yeah, I told you the first uh, <laughs> the first KFC radio. It was the day that we met Kevin. There was a KFC radio show uh, in Boston, and I got absolutely shit-faced, and I was hooking up with some girl in her car like around the block from the Wilbur, and people were just banging on the window like looking inside. What up? Yeah. Wait, wait. You never told me that. Yes, I did. You told me you fucking got wasted and hooked up and shit. You didn't tell me you was in a car. You met the girl, John. 
well, if I met her, I'm not ruling that out. It definitely wasn't told, this is the girl I had sex with in front of an audience. Yeah. yeah. There were people banging on the window, walking by. It was, where is the hospital in proximity rocket, to the water? Rocket, <laughs> rocket. <laughs> pre-rocket, too. Yeah, you're right. It was just Jared. Yeah, it was just Jared, fucking Jared. Jared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where, wherever the hospital is in proximity to the Wilbur, it was parked on, like, the side there, like the parking garage. And it was just we were in the front seat and dude, that was walking by. <laughs> <laughs> fucking unbelievable. Were you uh, in what way? She's on top of you, like what? No, it was like we weren't having sex. At, like, but I mean, like you know, she was in the driver's seat and I was in the passenger seat. But plus, wait, <laughs> yeah. were you having sex? No, not having sex. Oh, I thought you said you were having sex. No, like, no, 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 no. So you're just you're not out. in the fucking driver's seat and passenger seat to smooth. What yeah. about the back seat, Jared? We didn't we didn't explore that option, John. <laughs> insane. Insanity. Yeah. God bless her. Yo, that you can't feel yeah. like here's a bed. Well, I'd prefer to have sex on the floor move. That's that's not <laughs> uh-huh. this this was the same girl uh that like a stripper in Montreal basically ended it with her for me. A stripper in Montreal. More. more. A so, female so like, stripper? Female stripper. All right. So the girl that I hooked up with outside of your KFC radio show, like, uh, she had a boyfriend. So, like, we were like, it was one of those things where, like. The boyfriend's a stripper? No, I'm getting there. Let me get there. Okay. I'm sorry. Let me land the plane. Let me land the plane. Let me, let me, I'll be fine. Yeah, let me land the plane. So, uh, she had a boyfriend. And it was one of those things where she was like, I'll like, don't worry. Like I'll leave him and like, I'll leave him for you. And then like, it just never happened. She never left the boyfriend, but like we kept like meeting up or whatever. Um, and then I kind of just got like fed up with the, like, I'm going to leave the boyfriend and then it never happening. So I'm in Montreal for a bachelor party and I'm shit faced and I'm explaining this story to the stripper <laughs> and the girl calls me and the stripper's like, give me the phone. And then she takes the phone. She's like, yeah, you know what? Uh, he's actually done with you. Like, stop playing games with my man and blah, blah, blah. And that was it. So Did she stripper, know the stripper? Uh, I told her afterwards. Yeah, I was like, that was it. You were in full the office when, when Michael gets uh, relationship advice from the stripper. Yeah. From Ben Franklin and the stripper. And yeah. what was your advice? Secret secrets are no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. Yeah. And I was like, that was it? Mm-hmm. That was Yo, what you did in real life. Unbelievable story that I can't believe you kept that one in the in the holster for this long. I feel like I've told this on CCK before. Never, uh, not me, brother. I wasn't there. I don't remember yeah. that one at all. I would remember that. This is like Feidelberg does this too. He did it recently. What's what's the one thing? Oh, Feidelberg got, uh, fucking pants the kid in in elementary school. His dick came out, and it was his friend and the gym teacher because it happened in gym class. Said if you hit six out of ten free throws. We'll let you off the hook. <laughs> what? Jared, we've been, we've been together. We've been, we've been fucking married for 10 years, and he drops that story on me. I'm like, how do I not know that yet? And you hit him? And he hit him. And he hit him. The kid got sat on the baseline and watched Feidelberg shoot. <laughs> That's some fucking 90s shit right there. It is oh, tens. Feidelberg's going to jail as a sex offender. It's yeah. Before, <laughs> before he do it too, he was like, he was like, just so you know, like he wasn't before, like he wasn't like trying to ice me, yeah. the, the gym teacher, but like throughout the gym class, he was like, so it happened before class in the locker room. 
And then throughout class, he was kind of chirping me in the sense, like, with prison time, where he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like, hey, just so you know, like, I haven't decided what I'm going to do, but if I report you, like, you're probably going to get, like, on the sex offenders or whatever. And so, like, I'm all in my own head. And then at the end of gym class, he's like, all right, I got the punishment. I'm going to report you, and you're going to get suspended unless you hit these shots. <laughs> unless you just and, join and my, my buddy John, it was, his name was John, too. John sat baseline. I don't know if he sat. He, he was he was there. He might have been Indian style. It's a funnier way to picture it. I don't yeah. really. But it was just chilling right in the corner while I fucking think. And I mean, fights the hockey guy. He's not a basketball guy. Right. Six, six out of ten. How many? Like I don't. Do I don't. I don't remember the exact number. We're gonna. We're gonna say it was. I had to hit half. Okay. I don't remember how many I had to hit, but there was a number I had to hit <laughs> in order to be okay. Ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, if that happened today. Like that teacher is fired. He's on national news. Absolutely. If if, if you're in class and someone and you do something to make a a person's dick pop out, you're probably (laughs) going on a sex offender list. No joke. I I, I told that story. That happened to me. I got pants in middle school. Ellen had to. I fucking. I I picked up a metal folding chair. I threw it at him, and then I went into the nurse's office. And I stayed into the nurse's office until the entire school was empty. My mom had to come into the school and walk me out to the car because I wouldn't fucking. I didn't believe her that no one was that the entire building was empty. (laughs) Everything. Everything came down. Overplayed. I didn't think. Like, even in that moment, I was like, come on, dude. It was a pantsing. Like, pantsing. Yeah, don't be a fucking <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like that. I, but the difference is, like, he did that in the locker room. I got pantsed in the gym with, like, the entire grade in the gym. Like, it was the entire grade was there. That's that's tough. How, how was it? You chubbed up a little bit? You just... No, I told I told I told Kevin the story. Actually, I said it was even more embarrassing because when he pantsed me, it was like my dick was like the the hammer of Thor, and it fucking hit the ground, and it like echoed throughout the entire gym, and so everyone looked like I couldn't even like get away with it. There was nothing I could have done. I almost dropped a a Thor's hammer, the name of it, and that would have been I would have been really proud of myself. Because with an M, I know that. It's like Major, Majorna or something. It's, it's Molnir. That's that's the pronunciation. It's Molnir. Molnir. That would be that would have been something if you fucking dropped that just out of nowhere. Uh, well, Rocket, y- you came in hot. We ended up talking about your dick. Unbelievable appearance by you. Thank you. Uh, you know, can't wait to have better tattoos than you, Sam. Uh, it's probably never going to happen, but uh, I can't wait. Can't wait for the tattoo show, guys. A couple of fucking experts. Woo! Let's bring in big are you gonna? By the time that show starts, Jared, I'm gonna be a tattoo artist. Who cares what's on me? I'm a tattoo artist. Try, let's go! How we doing? Trent? I'm doing great. It's great to see your guys' faces. How's everybody doing? You know what? I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a, a little look behind the curtain. Friday Night Pints is a little bit pressure-packed for me and fights to come up with a lineup because you know how it is at Barstool. It's like certain people are friends and certain people are cliques, and we're trying to be inclusive. We're trying to make sure everybody gets their appearance. And this is week nine, and we said, you know what? 
Let's fucking run it back to the good old boys. This week was like, let's get back to basics with the people who we fucking know do it right. Right. So and then I, was like, I was like, let's have fucking Dan. Let's have Trent. Let's have Frankie. And Kevin's like, we have to have Jared. And I was like, I guess. I, <laughs> Dude, I couldn't. I couldn't have been more excited when I got the text to come on the show. Like that was the highlight of my day yesterday. And I just I watch this show. Like I on every Friday, I tune in either if I'm on or if I'm not on. I'm tuning in, so I'm more than happy to be here. I'm very excited. A couple things. One, we're playing way too fast and loose with the tattoo thing. Like you guys are just like I want to say that I'm I'm still I'm on board with it. Like I'll get a tattoo from someone, but I think like John is gonna be covered in tattoos at the end of this. That's gonna be a problem. But here's the thing, it's not gonna gonna be like Aaron Hernandez. He's just gonna keep popping up and have like a fucking neck. Wiggles, there's gonna be like black marks all over his body. It's not gonna be like Rick is just going to be like. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be ex- ex- exactly like Aaron Hernandez because they're prison tats. Like yeah, he's right. not getting them professionally done. They're not going to look good. No, I'm going to get so deep into the tattoo bet game. I'm going to be gambling tattoos so often. original. When when you have nothing to lose, like as far as like I'll get a tattoo because I'll just do it to myself. You're you're a dangerous man. You're a dangerous fucking man. Wait, so I heard that like you're you're getting a tattoo like kit. Yeah, I got one on Amazon, 120 yeah, like a gun. He's buying a gun. Don't you have to have, like, a license for that? Can, no, I, can I call the police? <laughs> Apparently, $15, To get, like, uh, like the ink package and everything? Like, you, like, don't, don't you need, like, a foot pedal? Like, how much equipment do you have? It's it's uh I mean I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll, I'll, let me go to my Amazon, see what's in my cart, real quick. not cart, it's, it's purchase. So, uh, or a recent order, but I'll send it to you in the chat. It's like it's like a pen gun. Let me let me hang on one second. I think you're gonna get lucky here because I think you got to get to the fifty dollar range before these things don't wash off the next time you shower. Yeah, well, he flourished and he went for the hundred and ten dollar ones. Oh yeah, all right, you're fucked. You're super fucked. (laughs) Trent, um, how is listen to your heart? Oh, it's it's pretty good. You know, it's 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 something to watch when there's nothing else going on. I will say it's it's the first time they're doing it. And the format is a little confusing. Like, I don't think they had all the details hammered out before they were like, let's just do this. And like The Bachelor, people are going to watch no matter what. So we can put anything we want in there and it's going to get views. It's good. It's something to watch. But the the format is a little confusing. It's They're weighing two things. Like, how in love are you with this person that you're singing with? And also, how good of a singer you are. Like, for instance, there's this girl, Natasha, who raw talent-wise is the best singer on the entire show. Like, she is... Hands down, she's going to be a superstar. But she went home last week because she had a bad performance because the guy she's coupled up with stinks. So it's kind of – it's a weird – it's not purely talent-based. It's not <laughs> – you gave the most thorough and real fucking answer to that. I, I thought you were going to say, it's okay, what's up? <laughs> first, of all, first of all, it's one of the few things in my life. And second of all, I don't talk to people. I, Bob Fox right. went home a month ago, so I'm just sitting yeah. in the apartment by myself. We do podcasts every once in a while, but – this is like I don't get to talk to people that often. Who's that behind you? Is that a picture of the Beatles and a picture of Iggy Azalea? No, no, no. That's so. That's Haley Williams. The only reason I know that is because Robbie told me. I guess uh, Paramore is that. That's yeah, yeah, I know Haley Williams. And then that is that's Led Zeppelin. I knew it was British. I, I, I honestly, I've seen Robbie retweet that picture. Um, now, how about we get Trent in the mix and you put up like some G Unit pictures? No, we got so I we got Lil Wayne over there. Okay, I like All right. that one. And then, well, Kurt Cobain, and then the Beatles and uh, Muhammad Ali—they fell. So we're like, 
and I just didn't. I just didn't do anything about it. <laughs> Literally, where it fell, where it fell is where it has remained. I, I can see. I can picture Trent sitting there watching, um, listening to your heart. Yeah. Glass of milk in hand, and mm. he just watches the picture fall, and he just sips again. That doesn't fuck. I will say yeah. it, it did. It like who? It like spooked me a little bit, but I was like, well, that's just where that's going to be until Bob comes back. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to have to take care of that. Question. I'm curious about this. Is yeah. there any um like when Bob Fox was like, dude, I'm leaving you? Were you like, what the fuck? Is there any like awkwardness there? No, 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 no. I I like this. I like being by myself. Oh, like, really? yeah, no. I, and I've been trying to figure out a way to put this delicately because I've been talking about it on podcasts or whatever. Like, Bob and I are great roommates. We get along great. He's the best roommate I've ever had. But I have realized that when I'm by myself, that's where it's at. Like, that's yeah. where I really. I'm really, you know, myself and I can thrive. I've had, I've had conversations with Trent where I've talked about my experiences and marriage and divorce and this and that. And Trent has always said to me, he's like, I just want to be able to do whatever I want. It's true. Whenever I want all the time. <laughs> and it's I like, took, yeah. I'd say like five years ago, I just took kids out of the equation. So that's just not happening. Like that's preposterous that anybody really, does that. And honestly, if once you do that, then marriage should go out the window too. And that's what I was going to say next. More recently, probably during quarantine, I've realized I just like being by myself. I, I, I don't know how that's going to work with me, like with relationships going forward. But like, I, I, what do I, am I honest about it up front? Like, I don't want kids. And to be honest, I don't know how long this thing's going to last because at, at a certain point, I'm going to get sick. You know here. what? When If you do that, they're going to fucking flock, swoon. They'll I don't like, want it. Learn Big Daddy. I'm going to make Big Daddy change. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. Dude, I, I have talked to Trent about girls that I know want to fuck him. And he's just like, but yeah, but then I have to like do stuff with him. So I'm not going to do it. It's unbelievable. It's great. I love it. Cheers. It's amazing. I mean, I don't know. I just, yeah, I, that's, I really don't have a better way to explain it other than like, I just yeah, like. You don't have to explain. That's it. It's fine. You know, what, you know what it sounds like actually, Trent? What? Sounds like you're married to the game. I am. Yeah. You know I'm what it sounds like? Sounds like he's a dog. <laughs> you might be a dog. <laughs> I want to, I'll be a dog. I don't know what that entails, <laughs> but sign me up. Yeah. I mean, next time, I mean, next time Casey goes MIA on CCK, we, we should definitely sub in Trent and have a dog day. You, want it? you got it. Mm-hmm. Let's go. I will say I bought a so I bought an Xbox One. That's the newest thing in my life right now. Yeah. Is it one the new one? What's that? Is it one the newest one? I hope so. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I, I, wait. <laughs> one is the newest one. Oh, I'm gonna. <laughs> yes. Right. I don't. Yeah, I think so. Nick yeah, says, yeah. Nick says, yeah. I, I would have figured they're on to at least two by now. But okay. Boy, would I have been a real asshole if I had bought the original Xbox? Like, here we go. I'm gonna play with Glenny and Smitty. It's gonna be great. Yeah, Trent gets just... a red circle of death day one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, ju- I literally just got it. It got delivered like an hour ago. So that's you know that's oh. gonna fill up some of my time. Yeah, yeah. I Good just thing. got the uh, the Nintendo like original Nintendo. That has like 300 games on like a little card with the remote. Genius. I can't wait to bust that out. Genius. I don't even know how to set it up, but I'm going to be doing RBI baseball, Mega Man 2, all that shit from when I was fucking just born. I can't, I don't think I can play Xbox, PlayStation. I, I, it's um, it's beyond me. I'm like, Trent's going to learn this and he's going to learn it fast. 
Games have changed, Trent. I bought oh. sorry, a million times, but I bought an Xbox 360 because Taylor Kitsch did a commercial for it, and I was like, yeah. um, and uh, I bought it, and like within I think three days, it was just like I don't understand video games anymore. They're too mm. advanced for me. I I just set up PlayStation Four after having it in my apartment for three years. I bought all the shit I needed to set it up. I played for two hours, and that was it. I was like, I'm I'm leaving yeah. the state. <laughs> No, there is a real chance, and I knew it as soon as I hit place order, that I'm going to play this thing for 20 minutes, and it's going to be so hard and frustrating that it's like, well, I just flushed $350 down the tube. Dude, I don't even understand when, when people are like, oh, man, it takes so long for like Madden to download. I'm like, what? don't you – I don't even know what that means. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so far gone from that world that Feidelberg said when he started playing Call of Duty, he would just like respawn – Someone would kill him and call, and, and like a little kid would call him the N word, and then it would just happen over and over. <laughs> no, I'm going through the updates right now. It's like it is a thing. You you get the system, and I'm trying to get Warzone that everybody plays, and it's very much. It's a lot of loading screens. It's yeah. very much like you're 45 percent done, and I've been doing it for three hours. You know what's crazy? Have you guys watched? Uh, we're gonna bring Frankie in in a minute, but have you guys watched uh, Mythic Quest with with uh, Rob McElhenney from Sony? No. So, so that whole show is based on the video game world because Rob McElhinney went to like a Comic-Con type of thing and he talked to a game creator and this guy said, brother, I build worlds. And Rob said he got on the phone, called up like his other writers and was like, we're making a fucking show about this clown. But the thing is, so this dude he was talking to, nobody knows his name. I couldn't even remember it. He, he, he made like a GTA or something like that. And he made like $500 million in a day with his game. And nobody knows their name. What? So this guy was like, he was like, you know, you know, Steven Spielberg, you know, Stephen King, you know, the big authors, writers, actors. And then these video game guys blow it all out of the water. The, the amount of money they make is like, forget about your favorite TV show. Forget about your favorite movie. But nobody knows who they are. It's fucking nuts. Except for the gamers, of course. I think I'd pay a good amount of money just to get the part of me like when i was in my early 20s i was a big gamer i would pay a decent amount of money to get that person back like i don't know if i have it anymore at a certain point you just fall out of love with it like it just and it doesn't happen slowly it happens immediately and instantly like i i think i turned probably like 26 or 27 and i was like this is fucking stupid and now Mm -hmm. i sound even stupider because i literally just got an xbox one delivered to my apartment but like hopefully hopefully i'm so bored that I'll, i'll keep playing but there is a very real chance that I'm just like, nah, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Well, I, I think I put the sticks down for the last time. Like The Undertaker, just leave it in the ring, all right? Yeah. We're about to kick you off and bring in uh, Mr. Translucent, Mr. Powder, Frankie Borelli. Rocket, you have yourself a wonderful Friday night. Thank you Crack for having me. Enjoy a Friday light pints and drink some whole milk, baby. Where is Frankie Borelli? <laughs> oh, my God. It's a fucking stash. Holy shit. So, oh my god! Oh, my god. oh trying to get a, you trying to get a ride, bro, or what? <laughs> you looking for a ride to the fucking convenience store, or what? I forgot. I forgot that I see Frankie pretty much every day. I forgot that you had not seen him in a while. This is what he looks like now. I kind of like it. I yeah, mean, yeah, bro. Better than than when like the Islanders playoff beard was a disgrace. This is a look. We're right, going he, somewhere with this. This is Jack Sparrow esque. Yes, I was like, going to say you look like Chris. On, like eye makeup on too. Right now, you look like Jack Sparrow. <laughs> you look like a pirate. 
Yeah, I mean, that's a great look, no? Like, you need to have a bandana on and become a pirate. Dude, I, I, get... usually rock, I usually rock the bandana when I play uh, the drums, so that's definitely going to be my... Oh. If you don't think this is here forever, you're insane. That, as <laughs> a drummer, this is so perfect. Don't change my, thing. My dad's never had... my. I've never seen my dad without a mustache his entire life, and I don't think... I think from now on, you will never see me without a mustache. Dude, can you imagine this dude just chopping it up on oh, the yeah. Yeah, look? Get the two. Get the look two. at me. I'm more, bro. I'm more agile, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you get the dude, two I'm, loop, I'm more two snaky, silver like. loop earrings, and yes. you're gonna, you're gold, you're golden, dude. And and I don't know if you've been listening to the show. We can now give you tattoos because Final Burke has a tattoo gun, so oh. we're gonna ink you up, bro. Don't worry. No problem. Well, and oh, it's on that skin of yours. That look at this final word. Look at this fucking goatee and this mustache <laughs> on this kid. <laughs> That's right. You look, you look, honestly, you look unbelievable. Dude, as long as I could just snap at someone at any moment, I feel like a fucking snake. I don't know <laughs> what it is, but like, yes, I love it. Just, yeah, I feel uh, great, man. So wow. I, I am obsessed. With Machine Gun Kelly's new song, Bloody Valentine, and he has Travis Barker on the drums. Ooh. I watched the making of. It was like a 10-minute video that MGK put on Instagram. And Travis Barker can just do shit with sticks. That is, it's, it, it seems physically impossible to go that fast and that like quick. It's unreal. Dude, uh, Post Malone and Travis Barker did a Nirvana tribute a couple weeks ago in Post Malone's house. And for anyone that hasn't watched this yet, it's a must watch. Like if you're into music, Post Malone absolutely fucking shreds Nirvana to the point where Dave Grohl was like, they fucking killed it. Frankie looks I do, like Frankie. I do look, you I look do like look It's like yeah. Borelio. You're Borelio right now. Dude, I'm at, I'm, at, I'm at my They're, girlfriend's ha- family's house. And I, I think they think I'm capable of a lot of bad things with this Monday. <laughs> like I've noticed that they look at me like, are you guys going in her room with that? Like, are you are you guys dude, like oh you guys oh you guys are gonna go pick up dinner like, like dude, what, 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 what else are you gonna do? Let John, dude, what? That's just straight up how it comes. This is how it comes, man. I, don't, I haven't You don't get anything anywhere else. That's how it comes. I've, I've just like I've just trimmed this down with like a with a two a barbershop two going. It was it was too much, but get rid. Yeah, it's just right here. Let John give you a couple prison tats, and then you walk around that house. You'd be the king of the king of the land. God. But fucking Travis, Travis Barker. Me and Robbie Fox are talking about this. Like, I'm pretty sure he jumped into that and just like maybe listened to a couple songs and and hit every single note to the ex- to the to, to the T to play Dave Grohl Nirvana music. Like he can do anything. So yeah, he's he's my top three of all time for sure. He's incredible. Are you playing like at all? Is there any? Do you have drums at home or anything? Is it just like a, a, a drought for you? Um, yeah. So I have a I have a electric drum kit at my house, so I'm able to like mess around with all different sounds and stuff. But I'm so bad at like being able to record it onto my laptop, unfortunately. So I can't like do anything with it. But I'm trying as much as I can. I mean, it's a little bit of a workout to be honest. It gets the wrist going, gets the arms going, makes you sweat. Like I'm getting to the point now. You know you're in tough shape when you start talking about wrist workouts. (laughs) Dude, if I sweat, it's a workout. Wasn't there a point where you thought you were going to have to go to the doctor because you, you like, couldn't move your wrist? Or was that your elbow? Well, my elbows and my arms are both broken. Like, I have (laughs) – when I wake up – when I wake up in the morning, both my arms are dead. So, so like, (laughs) both of them are dead. So, I have to legitimately, like – like, like I like, I have to like swing them open just to get them going. It's crazy, um, and I'm also averaging 917 steps a week at this point. Sometimes, like when I'm not getting out and golfing and stuff. So, 
uh, everything's just falling apart. I mean, it's Dude, right, sitting right now. Forward? I have my leg sideways because I have no, I can't get any blood to my feet right now. Like everything's broken. Dude, I live, in, dude. I live in Manhattan. I live in the middle of the epicenter of the epicenter, and I've been going out for walks. You got to go for walks a little bit. You got to get some wow. blood to those legs. I, yeah. I am by far the most out of shape person in the world, and I don't have the problems you're talking about. So you better clean it up, bro. Dude, I'm not getting any sort of blood flow to anything. My arms are dead in the morning. My feet right now, as we talk, can't feel them. <laughs> dude, they're gonna, we're gonna, they're gonna have to cut those bad boys off. Is that, be, is that part of why you're like completely translucent? Do you think? Dude, let's talk about how wide I am. Like let's talk that, about let's talk that about. video that came out. There's something wrong with the camera, right? Like, oh, it's, the fun, it's fun to be like, boo, right? Like, <laughs> like you were there, bro. You saw what they were filming with. Yeah, you looked like a fucking ghost, dude. They're filming. Uh, what do they call it? Like they shoot in uh, whatever. They, what's the term? Like they shoot in something flatness, or they shoot flat so that they you're can. You're the color, camera guy. Yeah, so they can color. So they can color correct it, and he just didn't. I do. No one's that white. I would have had to go straight to a hospital. Like your, I had nothing. <laughs> your mistake, though, for wearing a white shirt—that's a mistake. Yeah, I was gonna I say always, you learn how to dress better. You wear you wear very like muted colors that just make your skin blend in. <laughs> Dude, I thought maybe if I wear a white shirt, there's no way my skin can be that no, white. So it, it's, it's an instant. You can always go black and just be like, <laughs> what it is? Like, it's fine. so true. Yeah. No, that's bad. I was white. Uh, do you guys – we're going to bring in Big Cat in about three minutes before the cat cave. Sure. So, do you guys have a third partner anymore? Is he going to come back? Is he just in the wind? What what What's going on? He's uh, – I think I think we've lost him to Pinehurst, to be honest. Uh, but- can I, let me ask a follow-up question. Like, I don't really get – Pinehurst is like a club, and he's got like a hotel room. Like, where? What is he? Where's he staying? Pinehurst is a golf. Right? Pinehurst is a golf resort. Yep. So they have ten golf courses. They have the Carolina Hotel. It's like the number one golf course in all of America to to stay at. You have you have access to everything. They have a little brewery in town. He is staying in a house in which he has a golf cart in his garage. So he drives the golf cart to the front seat for this. I think Pinehurst is being accommodating, but I think at this point, I think in the beginning he was like, they were accommodating him, and now he's like, like, stay here, we'll get some publicity out of this, but then all of a sudden it's like... He raised a shit ton of money for them. So, like, they had all their workers out of work. They have a ton of workers there. I'm I'm talking, like, I don't know how many rooms are in that hotel, but it's like a massive, like, Disneyland-type hotel. Um, And, like, everyone had, they had to close down the hotel because of COVID. So he raised, like, like Riggs helped raise, like I mean, Trent wasn't like two hundred grand or something yeah, like that. Oh, about two hundred grand, yeah. Okay, so, so I mean, like, you helped us up, so we're gonna hook you up. I didn't know yeah, that. I mean, he's been doing. He's doing like light years of work for them down there, and plus, like anyone that's a golf fan that follows Barstool, all their all that's on their mind now is Pinehurst because that's right. all he's doing. Yeah, smart. So Very smart by them, but I mean, um, when, I mean, would you come back though? I don't think he's coming back. Would you come back? No. Exactly. I, no. I, I actually don't think like I don't think Jared's coming back. I don't think Riggs is coming back. I think there's going to be some changes when this if this ends. Like, don't count on seeing all, everybody back in the office. I'm done with the city. I made that decision. I'm back. I can't believe I'm still here. I can't you're, believe I didn't go back to Iowa. What's your What's your uh, your apartment situation? Wait, why are you done with the city, Frankie? It's just like our apartment is up after August, and like I got my girlfriend here, my family here, and the restaurant. Well, everything like. I just figure, like, why sit, like, I don't know, like, I, I, like, to me, it's just, I was spending too much money in the city to just sit in the epicenter of fucking, like, the world could end at any moment when, like, I enjoy life. I enjoy, I hate the commute, which right now we're not doing a commute, but I like life so much more when I can get into a car, 
and drive to my local pizza place and I can go get smoothies and I can go to the movie theater. I didn't, I'm done walking yeah. around. Some I'm done. I can get all those things no. 10 feet of me. I'm 10 done. feet of me, I can get, I will say. Those are the worst traffic. examples ever. No, it, it's a, it's, I want to wait in traffic. I, I can take 50 steps there are and I do that. people who like the suburbs and they don't like, even though it's convenient, it's, it's, it, makes, it makes sense. I'll tell you when I when you I feel like you're never here. home from right, work. Ricky, your reason to want to move to the suburbs is the movies. There's, I have <laughs> yeah. three movie theaters within five blocks of me. And, and but there's like no yeah, those are things like I went and got smoothies the other day and then uh I thought about going to the movies and then I remembered everything was closed. How crazy was that? I got in the car and I was like, I got a smoothie, I'm like, I would love to do something today. And I started driving, I'm like, dude, everything in the world's closed. This is not everything. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. There's just like that feeling of being able to close your car door. And what do you, what, you just, what do you mean? You just feel like you feel like you're like alive. I mean, what do you mean? You live in the fucking middle of nothing. In Iowa. This How is do you not know. We got to kick you off right now, and that's go. a terrible way to go. That's you it. Like, well, remember like, that. Dan, 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 love the look. Oh, there he is. What's up, Danny boy? Hey, hey, hey. How's, how's, how's it going? Hold on, I'm gonna reach this big W for you. Dude, Oklahoma goes down at the last second. No, no interceptions. No interceptions. Last minute field goal. What a fucking day for Doug's nation. Dude, I'm, I'm so. Oh, cheers. Yeah, I got my um this uh the radio station 87.7 in Chicago that uh you know like every city tries to do like hey you know what we need another sports talk radio station <laughs> and then they survive for like two months and they're like wait why isn't this working oh because. We like no one. We didn't hire anyone good, you know. <laughs> Cheers to that. It's like six years old. I used to do Saturday afternoons for three hours for free. Um, <laughs> Doug's, I, I'm, dude. I get so much fucking anxiety before these games. It's insane, and I literally get bummed when I lose. It's real sports. I brought real sports back. No, no doubt. I mean, you're number one on Twitch, which is fucking insanity. People are watching your games like they're real because, like you said, they kind of are. And at this point, I mean, I think you're you're good if you're beating like no, a- no, 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 no. I'm bad. I'm bad. And people get mad at me because I use the excuse that like I'm a 35 year old bad, but I really do think that matters. Like my reflexes are shot. We just talked about it. Uh, Trent said he bought an Xbox, and it was like, dude, you're not going to be good at this. You're not going to enjoy this. It's not going to be easy. I, I'm dumb. I'm bad. But then there's also at least like two or three times a, a game where I'll just hit the wrong button thinking <laughs> I'm hitting the right one. I'd be like, wait, why did I do that? My brain just short circuits because I'm an idiot. Right, right. But I mean, we, we, we talked about it before. I forget if we were recording or if we were off air. I said that I, I genuinely, truly think Doug's is the most impressive thing I've seen at Barstool. Yeah. No. It is. I really think it is. Dude, Dave was running for president with Elon Musk. (laughs) But it's – I'm talking in the history. I'm not talking quarantine. I'm talking in the history of Barstool. Like, Mahomes – like, just think about – I was picturing, like, someone from USC when when you first went to USC and they were tweeting about their new offensive coordinator. Like – the, U- the USC just straight up account was like, we have a new offensive coordinator and it's Coach Doug's. It's it was um, like unbelievable. Yeah, have you like organized any of that, or that's all that? Like they just tweet all natural because Mahomes they, like, who's yeah. that? You joined Texas Tech. Yeah, that was crazy. I've uh, like the Texas. I talked to them obviously, but it's all natural. Like the the best part is my favorite part is when I lose. The team accounts to the team I lost to roast me. That's hilarious yeah. because they have nothing to do with it. But like, obviously, now I start talking to the Texas Tech guys. But um, it's just 
it's such a weird thing that I've I've created this thing that's that's successful, but at the bare like at the absolute core of it, it's just teenagers roasting me. <laughs> and it's, so it's my hell. I'm, I'm, I'm in hell. You've yeah. always said you don't like you're afraid of that. I'm I'm in hell. I've created my own hell, and now it's sustainable that I have to keep like lighting that fire every day to turn on the lights in hell, and I just walk in and just get roasted. And everyone's my, like, my favorite part is when when the baby's asleep and you're like, yes, fucking, we fucking hit it, guys, we fucking hit it, we fucking won. <laughs> these in these Twitch, I, I don't know how how like I obviously didn't know Twitch until I started this. The Twitch people are hilarious, but they're mean. Like they'll they'll just randomly in the middle of the game just start all on mass spamming me, being like your microphone's broken. And then I'll have TJ, uh, one of our guys at Barstool, will text me like, "Dude, they're fucking with you. Your microphone's oh, fine." He's like, "What? <laughs> Why? Why? Why would you do that?" Like, Is that where like the same people kind of do in like the Periscope chats? Like I remember the few times I've not like jumped in, but just watched um marty's like Mar- marty madness um or mush madness and people will be like coach k died and yes. every single time i'm like that's not true yes but yes also like that might be true yeah, yeah. Like, yeah i have to go research it every time like coach k like they, they've had a million things coach k was the one where marty had to stop the stream and went to go blog it yes <laughs> yeah well and, and then the best was that happens to me all the time and then the one time they're like kim jong-un's dead and I was like, wait, he actually might be. Yeah. Because yeah. everyone thought he was. Right. Um, let me do this race real quick so I can yeah, read so I can then stop having to have this track in front of me. Can you guys see this? It's gonna yeah, take 10 yeah, seconds. Oh, All right, here we go. I'm on cast here. All right. So we got uh we got Spiralham, Kenny, Carmela's dream, Frederico. I'm gonna say, John, you say three, two, one, go. Three, two, one, go. Oh, All right. Whoa! Looks like looks like Spiral Ham's coming out well. Spiral Ham's a people's champ. Everyone loves Spiral Ham in the true. one lane. Oh, Kenny's going sideways. That's going to be a roadblock. And Spiral Ham finish it. Oh, that's a Spiral huge Ham win. Is, Spiral Ham needs to be tested right now. What a race! That Here's the thing, out. though. Here's the look at Spiral Ham. Here's the thing with Spiral Ham. Spiral Ham is my worst. I'm oh Jesus Christ! I almost spilled everywhere. Fuck Jesus! My house is just a shit show. I'm so sick of being. God it. It's like I'm playing video games. I got a fucking baby. I got just shit everywhere. Um, Spiral Ham is terrible, but Spiral Ham always ri- uh, like rises up for the big moment. One on Easter, like w- like one here when we're doing the crossover. Like Spiral Ham knows when the lights are on. Right, but like, usually, I was terrible. just saying, I've heard the cat Ham is like the joke. That was, I mean, Ham almost double lapped everyone. Posted them. Yeah, it's it's basically Spiral Ham either does that, has done that, like five times or just falls right away it's 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 a feast or fan i love it it's like adam dunn you're either striking out or hitting a fucking tank job yes Let's yes and uh our our finale guest here we got camille oh, you got in? yeah i'm texting oh, you right now you fucked me john you fucked me so, so how, how are you guys doing are you guys have you guys had like the crisis of like i'm I, my big thing is i found i uh have found myself like falling back in my old ways of getting triggered online and i hate myself when i do that but oh, it's also no. because i'm just sitting inside all day and like the stress of like a baby in a small apartment and like trying to work out of a small apartment and it's like 
I had to have that step back today where I was like, you're letting little things bother you that just shouldn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm the exact opposite. I'm, I'm. Well, you're outside. Look at you. I'm in the. I mean, it's fucking hot now in New York. Like, I'm stuck forever. He has a gym. He's got his family. I'm sure Polly's cooking for him. You're, you know, you're good. You're living every every night. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I forget. We had back on KC Radio. We had that throwback. Um, this is like way back when. Well, I think Dan chose masseuse. It was like if you could have a lifetime chef, driver, or masseuse, what do you choose? Who limo driver? Come on. No, no, no. That was that was what you want your spouse's uh, occupation to be. This was just if you could have one personal okay. chef, personal masseuse, or chef, personal driver, what would you choose? And I chose chef. And let me tell you, I made the right decision. Yeah. It's unbelievable. She's, my mom cooks like a son of a bitch. It's crazy. <laughs> she cooks. Like all day, she's just making meals, and they're all so good. It's crazy to choose anything else other than chef. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. I'm trying to lose weight too again because I'm like I can't do anything. So and now well, I'm not eating. Talking, we've been having Corey on a lot. Yeah, we're, uh, doing, we're doing the Corey G plan. Have you guys been doing it? It works. Bites I've is been, doing it. I'm I'm trying to get on board, but it's uh, I mean, it definitely works. Yeah. The best part about Corey G. Corey G is a fucking man, but yeah. he so he like hooked me up last summer. When I was like, dude, I need help. And he, like, when I lost like 20, 30 pounds pretty much in like four months. It's so funny though, because Corey G's like a man's man. So he's like, this is the best diet because like you can drink beer on it and like all this stuff. I'm like, dude, can I just, can I just substitute ice cream for the beer? And he's like, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like, he, I don't think he's ever dealt with someone who's like, I don't, like, I don't the beer thing's not a sell yeah, for me. I just want to be able to eat ice cream. Right. Well, I mean, that dude, he has a fucking a pub in his basement. He he he's he's dedicated to the Guinness game for the rest of the, for me and you it's like I just want to have a fucking donut, dude. I don't, <laughs> we, were, we were talking to him. I don't. I don't the, the interview hasn't aired yet, but we talked to him yesterday, and he was talking about how he tore his his rotator cuff, and the doctor was like, "You're in such good shape, like you don't need surgery." That's he, the, the doctor said to him. There's not a playbook for a guy like you. It's like Adrian Peterson, right? So he just didn't have surgery, and he just like rehabbed it, and he's like benching three hundred pounds again with a torn rotator cuff. I'm like, what the fuck, fuck you, Corey? Fuck off, dude. I, I guess I didn't know that there were four rotator cuffs or four muscles, and the doctor's like, your other three are so strong, you're good. Well, <laughs> I mean that's crazy. The other thing that Corey G does that's so funny that's like only like guys who are really fit and athletic can do. Where he'll be like, dude, I got the easiest plan for you. 10 to 15 minutes of lunges a day. And I'm like, cool, got it. And then I do like five minutes of lunges and I'm like, I can't walk anymore. I need a wheelchair. I've always heard that with like everything. It's like just, just 22 minutes a day. I'm like, all right, that sounds fine. 22 straight minutes of working out when you're out of shape is it. I'm 30 seconds in and I'm like, I'm done. 22 minutes. I can't do 45 seconds. Are you talking about? He, I just, I texted him probably like three weeks ago and I was like, dude, uh, I'm not going to work out. I bought a weight vest. Just tell me how many miles I have to walk a day. And that's all I've been doing. Yeah. Just putting on a weight vest. 80 pound weight vest. Yeah. I'm down. I, I, I only do 50, but I can get, I have done the 80 and it's a, it, like, I like instant scoliosis, <laughs> but it's awesome because you also feel the burn. <laughs> what you're getting is like one of those, like a girlfriend who just like crawls on you, yes. where it's like a, like a sloth kind of deal, where they just kind of yeah. hang on you. Yeah. Dan's like, yeah, I got a little girlfriend who just hangs on me now. Yeah, it's it's a lot of weight. Do you, but, uh, do you put uh, the baby with that, or do you go no, put no, stroller, push the stroller, put on the vest. That makes. And sense. I look like one of those fucking fat fucks with the bazooka going to Subway. Like I look like one of those guys. Yeah. 
because I got like my glasses on. I got this, this, this thing. Bazooka is one of my favorite fucking things that's ever happened. Whatever. What is that? So my idea is we need to like figure out a way to scratch the itch that all these people have to play this like cosplay as as like Marines and, and yeah. Navy SEALs. Yeah. So I was saying we just should just be like, yo, here's a country we don't get along with. We'll drop you off. If you if you get the place, we'll make you like millionaires. We'll we'll give you all we'll give you a, like a taste of the oil money. Just go and then they'll all die. But at least they'll stop fucking going to Subway with their bazookas and freaking everyone out. <laughs> Imagine like you walk in public. That guy was the best too, though, because like he had a bazooka and it was the second most ridiculous thing with it. Like with a tattoo, like the uh, Eagle Scout dad tattoo. If you're carrying a bazooka and it's not the craziest thing you have on your person, that's, that's unbelievable. And the best touch with all these guys is they walk around in these demonstrations and they all have the earpiece, the Secret Service earpiece, and they're all fucking walkie-talking each other, just saying nothing, like, clear over here. Yeah, no shit, it's clear over here. You're in the middle of Raleigh, North Carolina, Saturday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> what you think was going to happen, dude? <laughs> Unreal, man. That's the, we, we were talking about it before the show, uh, before earlier <laughs> in the show. Do you think most of the people who are protesting are like that? Or do you think most people are genuinely like, I need to get back to work? I think there's a level of just people who are getting stir crazy. I don't think there's a lot of people who are like, I just need to get back to work. I think it's people who like to, there's always people either side, light, right, left, wherever you want to say, who just want to protest and want to be mad right. about something. Right. And that's them. Because even if I were sitting here and like, I really want to go back to work, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, Drive into Manhattan and protest, and no. I don't even know where City Hall no. is. Like, I that. Oh, what's up, you? Oh, what's up? That you look way too good for quarantine. What the fuck is this about? I actually, can I be honest with you? I actually thought about changing my outfit today for this because I was like, dang, I never, I'm not really, I don't like get dressed up anymore. Put some lip gloss on for you guys, though. I mean, the, hair, hair, the, makeup, the whole look. Come on, cool. happy birthday to Gronk, by the way. Right today? I know. Yesterday. That was a nice Instagram story, like 15,000 stories in a row. I think you might like him. Honestly, like, there, it's just there's just so many years of memories that are not put out there for the world, and you got to give the people what they want. So I liked it. I liked it. Are you allowed to share more memories now that he's in Tampa? Um, I, to be honest, I almost feel like – I actually studied uh, Giselle's Instagram page a little bit because I was like, dang, I almost feel like I, as a former Patriots cheerleader, as someone who's worn this logo for so many years, even before I was introduced to Rob, it was literally my job. I I almost, and just like, I feel like even when I go out and I do anything, I'm like, Path Nation, what's up? Like, I was just on ridiculousness. Um, I filmed it last year, but it still replays like all the time in MTV. And I was like, "What's up, Pass Nation?" And I was like, "Oh my god, like those are my people." So not anymore, I, not anymore. <laughs> no, they still are. They still are. Nation, let's go. It, they, it, uh, how, I, how many more times is 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 Rob gonna make a decision and you don't give us the scoop on it? It's getting ridiculous. Um, it's getting ridiculous. Good question. And you say every time, he, I didn't know, he didn't tell me, and you're fucking lying. I want to just put my finger in your face, and I wish I had the audacity to swear, because you are so wrong. <laughs> you are so wrong. And, Cat, you're wrong, too. By what? what I do? I'm dragging you into this, because when we did, when we did the drafter party, yeah. you were like, 
yelling at, well, I mean, it's, we all know it's, you know, lighthearted, but you were like yelling at Rob for not telling it, telling you and lying. He didn't know. He didn't know then. Well, I, I said to Rob, I was like, I was like, Rob, thanks for, for uh, telling us. I appreciate you sitting down with us at Super Bowl and telling us that you were going to go to Tampa as soon as Tom Brady went there. And he was like, wait, I said that? And I was like, no. <laughs> I know. I, we believe you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That honestly, honestly, like Camille, I made a face at you when you were like, he didn't know. After that story from Dan, I 100% believe you. Yeah. <laughs> you guys want to get an exclusive? I'll give it to you right now. Ready? Yeah. If this was so calculated and, and he knew and everyone knew, then why did I literally have an actual day of just sitting in a ball? I was crying. I had to ask him 80 times, are you joking? Are you really? And this is this is like maybe a week before it went public. That's when I found out. And we live with each other. We travel with each other. And we talk about a lot of things with each other. So well, you're dating. <laughs> you describe dating. This isn't some like long calculated out thing. That's my point. I would know. Wait, so, know. so breaking news, when you found out you were moving to Florida, you cried? <laughs> I was just overwhelmed because it, I was very blindsided by it. I knew, did I think he was going to come back and play football? Yes. Did I know that it was going to be a year later? No. Yeah. Did you know it was going to be a year later? No. So um, that's what I mean by that. Were you excited for it or were you kind of excited for post-career stuff? I No, no. I, to be honest, because, I mean, I've kind of been on this journey with you guys. I mean, I remember when we were hanging out at the old studio and now you know, at the new studio, I feel so lucky that I was like one of your first decorations up there. You guys, <laughs> you guys have seen that like my career is like, I feel like finest finally like blossoming right now. So I'm very much on the road, very much career oriented and, and not wanting to sit still in that, like just bouncing around because I've got, you know, he's, he's got like, he could do whatever he wants. Yeah, technically. So, yeah. Leave me alone. I got to go to work. I got a lot to do. So I actually appreciate that he's back on football mode schedule because for as long as I've been dating him, that's what I knew. So it was, it was selfishly. I love that we could travel more and go on vacations and he could be at more of my stuff things. But but I actually am excited that he will be in Tampa having kind of his, you know, morning and night meetings and training and games and all that other stuff because I've still got my my work agenda when when this pandemic kind of comes to a close. I was going to say what like how I guess nobody's shooting. You're not doing any filming. No, no, nothing. It's just. Uh, yeah, nothing. Everything's kind of at a standstill right now. Um, I can't at the same time. I feel like I'm work every single day. I mean, you guys know it's everything's online a lot of the time. Yeah, right, right, right. Feels and everything's like on your Instagram. It's like the new billboard these days. So, have you been? Have you like spent time in Tampa? No, no. I actually know a great uh, steakhouse. It's inside of a strip club. Say, it's but it's fucking awesome. It's got to be strip club related if it's Tampa. Yeah, really. No, you can hear steak like it's like a glass enclosure on like the top. Like you can basically sit on top of the. Strip club. It's it's a great scene. Were you aware of that Camille that Tampa is like the strip club capital of the country? Mm-hmm. Okay, are you guys doing your exaggeration? Nope. No, 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 no. 
Oh, yeah. the, the, the rules in Tampa strip clubs are like no penetration. It's like anything goes. The, the, when we, I went down, uh, it was 2015. Hank and I went down for the Blackhawks Lightning Stanley Cup final, and we went out after, and we asked like a bunch of people, like, where do we go? And they're like, the strip club. That's like, okay, <laughs> we'll go to the strip club. I can't believe no one's told you. Like you, like, I swear to God, we're not kidding at no, all. No, we're not. It's it. The message is It's the only thing I've ever heard about Tampa. No, 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 Kevin. It's strip clubs and retired uh, wrestlers. Right. That's it. That's it. <laughs> You're a lucky girl. <laughs> My messages are are very much so like. A lot of the girls that go to college down there that are like, I can't. Will you come dance with us? Will you like party with us? Will you come to the beach? So it's been very much no. I haven't gotten one message. Are you gonna go? Is that gonna be? Is like never not dancing gonna be all over Tampa? Of course, they gotta have a lot of touchdown celebration dances out there. You know, let's go. I I I was sad when Rob retired. I, I missed gearing up for the game and you know cheering him on. So. Um, I'm excited to be back in uh, in, in game day girlfriend mode. So. Are you so? Are you officially a Bucks fan or what? I mean, because John and everybody else are just like, I have two teams now, and I yeah, fuck Hank. Yeah. Where, what are you doing? Well, the beautiful thing is, there's the AFC and the NFC. So I, I, and I support the. I love the Patriots. I really do. Yeah. And I, um, and I love Tom, and I love Rob, and. Um, and of course, I'm a Bucks fan now. Rob plays for the Bucks, but <laughs> good answer. Good answer. I ordered some like vintage. Uh, felt very weird doing it uh, the day before the news dropped. I started ordering, and I put in like a fake name um, just in case. But I started ordering like vintage Bucks uh, gear, so I had like some sweatshirts and stuff. I started cutting up, but it it felt. I I actually took a photo in it. I was like, I can't even put this out. Past Nation can't see this yet because I can't. Even They're not ready. They're not ready. You got one of those. So so all right. Let's let's rank the Bucks jerseys. The one Ooh. their current ones, right? Or I'm not I'm not listing them for you, but the current ones, the uh, the ones they just got rid of, and the vintage creamsicle ones, which it sounds like the sweatshirts you want. You know. Better than me about those. I don't even. I don't even know. Logo still on the chair. Ugh, God, I hate this. <laughs> and he's it's everything. It's everything. But um, we. I don't even. All I know about the jerseys are the are. You know how everyone like manipulates the photos of Rob and Tom, and they put them in like the memes, and they put them in the yeah. uh, jerseys. So I've seen like a white one with the red white red writing, and um. <laughs> He looks sexy, so. <laughs> well, and he's going to get to do whatever he wants because Bruce Arians is like the opposite of Belichick. Right. I will say, I – how do I put this? I thought that Rob wasn't talking to his coach when I could hear him talking on the phone because it seemed very, like, fun. It's it, – we interviewed him a couple years ago, and he just – he we're like, hey, do you want us to, like, get someplace that we can interview? He's like, no, just come to my house. We went to his house. We walk in. He's like, you guys want a drink? We're like, okay. He'd yeah. been golfing all day. He was like sunburned. He's like, let's do it. And like, he's like the, it was, he's just a regular dude. Yeah. Rob, um, Rob, you know, be, at becoming a new player to a team, he doesn't have everyone's like numbers stored and stuff like that. So um, I remember he had a missed call and he's like, I don't know if this is legit or not. And then sure enough, it's actually funny. It's reminded me of the Roger Goodell uh, voicemail thing, but he listened to the voicemail and he was like, 
he's like, I don't even know if this is my coach. This guy sounds like a cool dude. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I was like, no way that is. That's what I'm pretending to be. And sure enough, it was. So, um, yeah, he seems really, really, he seems cool. I'm excited to meet him. And I heard the GM is really cool too. So what about him? What's next for you? I know you're on lockdown, but big plans next with what Sports Illustrated or other places. Well, let me tell you what, Florida's a pretty good spot to be uh, someone who looks like Camille Costin. You can do, you can have a lot, a lot of Instagram shoots down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely am excited to to have that beach life. Um, but I mean, if you guys remember, it was this time last year. It was I think May 9th. I it got announced that I was the cover of SI. So. Oh yeah, you just posted that the oh you son of a bitch. That's right. You posted uh, a picture with the chicks in the office and not us. You son of a bitch. Wow, you're <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, but I do have a vlog with you guys that forever lives on my YouTube and it's my one and only vlog. So it's like the famous vlog, and I mm-hmm. called you up in it and I went to your studio and Wait, you just did one vlog? That's it? I got care. I had a lot of other things I had to do. I don't like li- I don't like living with a yeah. phone, like attached to my face. I don't. Yeah, like we did that. like three, so we yeah, kind of- yeah. One is perfect because you just got to wait like a decade and then drop number two. Exactly. <laughs> like we're back, bitches. You know what? I should just take the one that I filmed with you guys with KFC Radio, and I should put the one where you proposed to me, and I should make that my vlogs and like repurpose it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I forgot about that proposal. That proposal was legendary. That lady who thought we were actually getting married, like, like we just we we got we proposed or I proposed to you, so of course she thought we were getting married. But she was heavily invested in our relationship. She, she was adorable. She has photos and videos on her phone, and she was yeah. like, "When I went to New York City, I went to Grand Central, and someone." Proposed. Yeah, that old woman put that on her Instagram for like 22 followers and was like, look at this love story in New York City when I was visiting. They have no idea it was just a stupid prank. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even a prank. It was just kind of, I think it was just impromptu. Like, yeah. we didn't, we didn't, right? No, we didn't. We went to like the whispering walls in, in Grand Central and you just dropped on a knee. And just got so romantic that it's like, well, I got to propose, of course. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So what's new is, uh, well, SI swimsuit would have typically come out around now. So we're just trying to figure out. So I'm, I'm, ex- I'm actually excited to like be bombarded with like, you know, is Miami swimming going to still happen? Because that's usually a, a big venture for us. And we do the open call on the swim search, which is how I got in. And, um, you know, I'm really eager to see you know, year two photos. I shot in the Dominican in February, right? I went right from Super Bowl to shoot that. So um, waiting for that. And then the Ryan Reynolds movie we talked about was posted. Oh, free guy. You see it got pushed to December. Supposed to be July. Yeah. yeah. That looks awesome, though. Wait, what movie? Free Guy, the new Ryan Reynolds movie. It's not too shabby, Camille. I'm excited, but I'm so excited. I've been wanting to see it for so long. I've been like waiting for this premiere. And yeah. it's like, you know, as a model, you get invited to come to all these premieres. And I'm so, I'm like, really, it's a, it's a small accomplishment, but I'm really excited to be able to go on the carpet and be like, I'm in it this time. Yeah, <laughs> you guys want me to kind of help promote it. So you know what's crazy is that you. I, I remember you telling the story of um, I forget what your first movie was, but you just you virtually auditioned. You didn't go to acting classes or anything. You were just like, "Hey, I'm going to send an email," and then you just got a role out of that. Um, I didn't send an email. I went in and not, not for this movie. For your, wasn't your first movie like a, like a virtual audition kind of deal? I think I did a self tape. 
And then I and then right. I got like a call back and I went in and I, I did it in front of the people. But um yeah. I'm gonna start I, doing that. I'm just gonna start fucking emailing a bunch of people videos of me acting. Oh yeah, that'll work well because mm-hmm. you look a lot like Camille looks. Yeah, that'll work. I could do it. I think I could do it. Do it, doesn't, it doesn't even matter what you look like. You really do have to bring some um I think it matters a little what you look I, like. Uh, yeah, I think so. But there's but there's roles for people who don't have to be, you know. Yeah, you, the other roles. If there's a movie role for the ugly guy. <laughs> I was just about to ask you to think of my beard. I think I understand now. Someone's got to hold the microphone. <laughs> so, Camille, let me ask you one last question before we wrap up here. Once yeah. you get the cover, like, are you kind of, are you kind of just like? You don't care like who's on the cover anymore, or do you like? Can you get back on the cover, or are you just excited for other girls to be on the cover? Um, well, yeah, I think Kate Upton's been on the cover like three times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I know. I know there have been like multiple girls, but like once you achieve that, is it something that's just like all right, checked off, and now I'm moving on, or are you still focused on SI? I mean, the greatest. No, no, no. I'm still very much focused on SI, not necessarily the cover. You know, I, that's why that video was so shocking that I got it rookie year, but. I definitely the, the one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to get this cover is because what you do with the exposure from the cover. Right. So, um, and I think that when I spoke with MJ and the team, um, I, I think that they knew that I, there were so many more things that I wanted to do as far as like continuing to advocate for self acceptance and get into schools the way that I have, and it's really allowed me to kind of like get more eyes for what for a lot of th- things that I'm passionate about in life. Whether you know, right now I'm working on a TV show and we're pitching it to different networks and stuff. So it's really allowed me to kind of have that like that almost international influence. I finally am able to be like, they're like, this is the cover of SI that is attached to this show. And they're like, oh, we're listening. You know, so what's the show about? Um can't I can't it it goes along the lines of some never not dancing stuff. So that's where Jared I was gonna say, I mean I think it's very clear I would imagine the Sports Illustrated looked at like the way you do social media, the way you dance, the way you talk. Like there was a reason why they did that because they knew what they were going to get, and they know that they're like you're very determined and and like do it, you know. So speaking uh, of that, why are you here? We talked about this before. Before I texted you last night, I texted Kevin. I said, "What are the odds she even acknowledges me?" And we put it at one percent. And you you were like so quick to be like, "I want to be on." You must be bored, Camille. Yeah, Rob must be driving you crazy. Nope. You want me to be completely honest with you? First off, number one, very nice of me. (laughs) Very nice. Sometimes you all throw digs at me, but I very much value and I will forever be loyal to you guys no matter what. And I actually am like, Rob and I have been bombarded with these types of things. Like, just pop in or make this video or this graduation thing or this one. And we do as many as we can, but we definitely like, there's a lot that I haven't replied to, and there's a lot that I have. I wouldn't have blamed you, both, both you and Dan. I've been I've been holding off texting both of you to let you guys have your time, and I and you both seem very eager. It was very nice of you both. Dan, big time. Every time I see, every time on Friday night, and I I like scroll Twitter, and you guys are just like hanging out. I'm like, I kind of hope I, I was like the SpongeBob, being, or yeah, the SpongeBob right. me. I'm standing in the windows, being like. Right. Well, you know, my friends having fun. Listen, so much, and I know you have a, a new baby. I was like, I figured, you know, I love you have your nights off when you have your nights off. And Camille, I just, I didn't want to have my heart broken by my fiance. What? Did you just, did you just say, I know you have a new baby? Yeah, I, I did. have a baby. You got yeah. one today at the yeah. park. Wait, what? I'm sorry. What are you talking about? Did you have a baby? I have a, like 11 months ago. He's about to be one. 
You're, are you kidding with me? Are you serious? Yeah, I'll send you a picture. You're going to have to send me your phone number, though. Okay. <laughs> that was smooth. That was smooth. I'll send you a picture. He's cute as hell. I'll put you on my close friends. Oh, my gosh. Congrats. I don't know if you even follow me on Instagram. Now I do because – Uh-oh. Uh-oh. me up. That's fucked. Oh, actually, no, you know what? Because we did the drafter party, you like you quickly followed me on everything. Because I saw that you were tagging me in, in uh-huh. the stories because you've never done that before. And mm-hmm. then I clicked your page and I'm like, oh, you're one of those losers who closes it off so no one unfollows you at some point. No, it's so that you get more followers. No, actually, to be totally honest with you, to be totally honest with you, I did the, the locked Instagram thing because Dave was doing it. I was like, he's he's getting like he has like two million followers. What I didn't realize is the Barstool Instagram is tagging him 17 times a day. And then what happened was you like you end up with all these follow requests and I'm so behind that I just stop I like I can't I can't do anything. I can never go on private. I'm just sitting there like on Friday nights to just sit accept and it's so stupid. I'm so stupid. Do you know something though? Do you know that if you at, if you go public for a minute all of those will immediately follow you, and you can go back to private instead of into it. True, I think I'm gonna. Lose I don't you. think that's true. No, it's, it's, true. it's true, but I think you only get you only get to do it a few times. I think like after three, like you're fucked. Yeah, you are. I, I uh, just I pulled the number three out of absolutely nowhere, but you think I'll get to a million followers if I close off my Instagram? Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Honestly, I know it's I know it's lame. It absolutely is the way to go. It, How many do you have right now, Camille? Um, uh, good question. Seven thousand, seven hundred thousand. Yeah. I bet. I bet if you close them off now, you have you have a million followers by what's next month? June. Yeah. By June. Yeah. You two weeks. You get a month after this one. <laughs> we're hot. We're. It's not May second. We're balls deep into May. I'm gonna get three hundred thousand followers in two weeks if you go private right now. Do I it. guarantee it. Guaranteed. But I. But but. When you go, pri- I'm so happy I'm having this conversation. Just, I could probably have this off camera. It's probably so when you're private, you can't see your impressions that like brands want, though, right? Who cares about your impressions? Get those uh, followers off, girl. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, Rob has four million. Why aren't you just making Rob tag you every? Yeah. I don't know because that's embarrassing. So what? Then you this way. It's embarrassing. Because like, I'll put it this way, that's not natural. Like for like, if Rob was one of those, I almost said something. If Rob was one of those mushy boyfriends that was like, "Oh my baby, I just caught her eating this afternoon at lunch at Camille Cossack, Like, I probably wouldn't even be dating him. So, I, it makes me appreciate, you know, the Valentine's Day post, the birthday post, the random one where I'm like, "Ooh, okay, okay." <laughs> <laughs> On a Wednesday afternoon, he misses his baby, but. Other than that, I don't know. I, that's not how I how I roll. But I will say, I can see. I can see. I call them ghost followers. I have like twenty two million impressions a week of people just looking, and I can't even hit a million. I'm oh like, no oh. way! I I can't yeah, believe that's that. The thing because they can watch, so fucking make them follow. What could they be looking at? <laughs> they just want to look at probably look at Rob's you know love life since I post so much about it so breaking it, news there's a bunch of horny dudes online <laughs> the ones who's got girlfriends are probably like why are you following this girl Definitely. so y'all are close off after this conversation yes do it yeah. do it a girl well we appreciate you coming through you too dan 
Uh, big episode for us. So great stuff. Enjoy your weekend. And thanks to Miller Lite for making it happen. Everybody enjoy Friday Light Pints. Make sure you get your Miller Lite, hang out with your friends, and we'll see you guys next week on Friday. Camille, have you gotten drunk once quarantine? What's that? Have you gotten drunk once? Not once. You guys know I barely, I like drink like zero, like two times out of the year. Yeah, I know. But I figured quarantine might change things up a little bit. No. Give it a try. Put your Instagram on private and get drunk. <laughs> I, I heard Camille be like, yeah, last night when I replied to your stupid text, you idiot. <laughs> All righty. Sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. Adios. See you guys. Thanks. Bye.